0: making sure that i get the most out of the year is thinking about those non-negotiables, those routines that i have, those those habits even if they're new. Like how do i keep those habits going so this doesn't become just a fad or just a season, but it's actually a habitual process to me stepping into the best version of myself. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. I am so excited to be back in what I call like in real time, so to speak. Over the last month, I have been launching my new program, the Brand Accelerator, which is now closed for enrollment. We will be opening up again next year, but now we are inside serving all of those new incredible students. And so in preparation of that launch over the last several weeks, I have been airing little clips and and really juicy tidbits of some of the brand strategies sessions that I did with a lot of people to really prep them for the enrollment of the Brand Accelerator. And those episodes are fire, fire. If you have not listened to those, definitely go back and like soak those in because they really, I think, set the tone for what today's episode is all about. But I am so excited to be back and just really diving in, you and me talking about the good, the good. And today we are talking about how to get the most out of the rest of the year. I wanted this to be the theme and topic for the day because I am actually in this mode myself. And I feel like if I do an episode about it, it really holds me accountable myself to make sure that I'm really kind of walking the talk, so to speak. And so I am going to be laying out to you today what my non-negotiables are, what my routines are, and really what my focus is to get the most out of the rest of the year. Now, I am recording this in the beginning of October, so technically we have give or take about 90 days left in 2023. So how do we make the most of it? How do we make sure that we're focusing on the things that really move the needle? and then just letting the things go that don't. So that is what today's episode is going to be about. And with that, let's get started. Okay, my friends, we are diving into some goodness today, and I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. When I think about how to get the most out of the rest of the year, I really start with how far I've come from since the beginning of the year. So one of the first things that I like to do that I've been doing recently is really looking back at January until now. What has really worked and what hasn't? I actually make a list, and you can do this at home. I get a sheet of paper. I kind of be kind of like to be a pen to paper person when I do this. If you want to do it on your computer, you can. But I like to get a sheet of paper, and I put a line down the middle. And then at the top, um, I create kind of two different columns, if you will. And the left side is what's worked and the right side is what's not worked. <laughs> and the way that I really kind of define this for myself is that I start on the left side of what has worked, because I feel like if you start that way and you really stay in the affirmative, it keeps you more in that positive flow state, right? So I go through and I just think back about everything that I feel like has worked out so far this year. And this could be professional or personal or a mix of both. I just really think to, you know, throughout the different seasons, what has felt really good? What has felt expansive? What has lit me up? What has made me money? What has felt in alignment? What has felt purpose-driven? What has felt impactful? And I make a list of all of those things on the left side. Then on the right side, I think about what are the things that maybe haven't worked? And the way that I like to break this down is that I really think about what has felt heavy? What has felt restrictive? What has really felt like, you know, I'm I'm kind of like drudging up this mountain, if you will, and there's no flow to it. What has felt even to some degree, just like, I, I don't want to say imposter, but that's kind of the word that's coming up because I think that there's there's this idea of having imposter syndrome when you're just more afraid to step into what it is that you want versus like I'm doing what I think works because I keep kind of comparing myself to other people and then it doesn't work because it's not really in alignment to me which then makes me feel like an imposter and I think that those are two different things so I try to really have the awareness of that like what maybe have I tested or what maybe have I tried to do and it just doesn't feel in flow and then after I make a list of these two things I then go to the next question for each column and I ask and I say why over every little thing that I, that I atomized out. So for example, if I say, you know, this year what I felt really worked well was the one to one component, the one to one coaching component that I added this year for the first time ever in my mastermind. So I have a six month mastermind that launches at the beginning of every year. And in the past, I've never had a one on one coaching component to that. There's been a slew of other incredible things, but I've never given my mastermind members access to me at, at such a high and intimate level. And I wanted to test that out this year just to see how it felt. And I actually really liked it. And the reason why I really liked it is because I felt like, first off, I got to build deeper relationships with the women that I was supporting, which only deepens the no like, and trust. The second thing also too was their results. I really feel like the, the women that I got to have that one-to-one kind of coaching ac- aspect with in the realm of our mastermind really did get so much more out of it. And I think that their results actually happened a lot faster than in past years when I haven't added that component what I've seen. So that is just a specific example of like one thing that I felt really moved the needle. Now, when I look, and I'll do that for each one, Like, why did it work? Why did it work? Why did it work? And then I'll look over on the right side. And if there's anything that I just felt was off, I'll dive into that and think like, why why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? So an example that I've recently listed on my list of the the stuff that I did not feel worked really well this year was honestly the strategy of my podcast. And that is something that I'm wanting to think more about deeper as we go into next year. Now, I've already put some of those wheels in motion. For example, I launched the YouTube channel this year that really complements all of the episodes. So not only now do you have the opportunity to listen to the podcast episodes, but if you are someone who likes to watch episodes, if you are a YouTube user, you're now going to get to see the influencer podcast on that. And that has been working. It's been great to get it out there, but I know that there's still a lot of strategies that we could unlock to really make that bigger. And so that would be something that I would say, like, it's not working to the level that I want it to work at yet. And so I know, and and I can, I can pinpoint why like, there needs to be more strategy. There needs to be more focus. There's just things that I know that I could strengthen and optimize to really make that feel like a a leveraging opportunity. So hopefully that gives you some insight as to how I do it. Now, mind you, I wanna say, like I didn't sit here and say like, well, that didn't work because I tried it and it wasn't perfect. It's like, I did try something and it's not perfect. So how can I make it better? Because it's, it's not about perfection, it's about progress. And that's really where I'm able to see like, is the continued investment of my time my money, my energy, my resources actually worth continuing to do this. And this list, if you will, really helps me kind of define that because I get to start to really see some of the things of like, oh wow, I've been spending a lot of time on this thing and it actually doesn't feel right and it feels clunky and I actually can't see a way out to the other side of it. So maybe I do need to drop it and let it go. And then that that space is actually going to give me more energy to now switch over to some of the things that may be working, but then I could actually optimize and make work better. So- As creators, we often don't have a huge team to build our business, but that doesn't mean that we have to do it alone. Kajabi gives you all the tools that you need to build a profitable business. Kajabi is your all in one platform for digital products. Designed for creators to create, market, and sell their digital content, no matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. Now, there is a reason why Kajabi has been the go-to place for over a decade for so many creators. And you guys know how much I love data. You hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast, the importance of analytics. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates. With Kajabi you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools and customizable website templates all built in. The best part, you don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com/influencer. That's K A J abi.com slash influencer, kajabi.com slash influencer, and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $6 billion. Now we know that running a small business is no feat, but our friends at JustWorks are here to make it a whole lot easier for us. JustWorks software automates HR for both employees and admins. As a reliable and flexible platform, Just Work earns back time so you can focus on running your business with big confidence. Signing up is a breeze in just 30 minutes. You can set up payroll that streamlines paying your team, saves time, and mitigates errors. And it's desktop and mobile friendly. Plus, you can get ready to pay yourself and your amazing team in as little as two business days. That is the kind of speed and efficiency that we need as small businesses. You can even integrate time tracking and benefits that support running your small business with ease. Don't miss your chance to get one month free by visiting justworks.com/influencer. Secure the limited time offer and start letting Justworks run your payroll so you don't have to. Start your free month now at justworks.com/influencer. So that's how I do those and it really allows me to set the tone not only for the rest of the year, but it sets me up on a good path and good plan for the year to come for 2024. Because ideally, the way that I like to start every year is with a clear plan of action to follow, that I have done my due diligence of the previous year. I have gone through this process. I have really tried to get the most out of the rest of the year for the last 90 days that will set me up for success. So that's how I like to start that list. I highly, again, highly recommend doing this for anyone who likes to kind of have homework, so to speak. And then I start to get really clear on what are the things that I can start to put in motion. So another example that I'll give you right now is something that I really wanna make the most out of the rest of the year to really set me up for 2024 that is kind of more on that challenge column that I'm having is also the health of my email list. I am someone who learned very, very on the importance of an email list, why you need an email list, why everyone, I don't care what industry or niche that you're in, you need an email list. And it's something that I've taught on. It's something that I've coached on. It's something that, again, like, In my mastermind, we talk a lot about this, about really making sure that you're using that channel, that email list channel, as a way to really grow and build your business. But it could always be healthier. And so the health of my email list is something else that I'm really going to be focusing on for the next 90 days to get the most out of the rest of this year. Where are ways that we can really optimize it? Where are ways that we can make it more intentional? Where are ways that we can really welcome in and get people excited to open the emails? Where are ways that we can you know, not just use the email list as a sales channel, but really use it as more of an engagement and nurturing channel. And so what are some of the holes there that we can start to fill? So that's kind of another example of how I really like to use this process to set myself up for success, not only for the rest of the year, but really setting the tone for 2024 and what that's gonna look like. The other thing that I like to really dive into is that I'll be forward thinking a little bit on what am I gonna need in 2024? Like what do I need to start maybe saving for or planning for or investing So when 2024 rolls around, because it's not that far, I'm going to be primed and ready to go. So one of the areas that I also kind of think about when I'm looking in this is when it comes to coaching and support. Is there any kind of education or curriculum or coaching that I need to be primed and ready for for 2024? What may be missing in my business model right now, or what may need to be strengthened that curriculum or a coach or a new modality could really support me in? And you know that is kind of really how I set the tone at the beginning of the year. I knew that I was ready to create a new online course and really put a lot of intention behind it. That's why it took me, you know, so long behind the scenes to get, for example, the brand accelerator created. I did a whole beta launch of it before I took it to market publicly, you know, really being intentional about that. So when I think about 2024, for me as a leader, another area that I want to strengthen is the mastermind. This year, the mastermind was so successful. I had a great time the first six months of the year supporting these incredible women. And I always just think about how can I level up that support? How can I make it even bigger and even better next year? And so there's some other things that I'm putting in place. I know that I just mentioned previously that I offer one on one coaching as kind of like this addition to the mastermind. If someone wants it, it's not required, but if you want to do it, it's now available. And then the other thing that I figured out that I really, really love is that in real life, that in-person opportunity to really get together. And so that's something else that I actually did not incorporate this year because I wanted to see what it kind of felt like to not have that in-person experience and if it really did make an impact and if it did really make a change in the flow. And I think that it did. I really think that having that in-person component, that giving my mastermind members the opportunity to come together in real life with me and with each other to really dive in is is essential for growth and essential for their entire experience. So again, that is something else that I'm going to be offering for our mastermind in 2024. And I know in order to get the most out of the rest of this year, I need to start kind of planning and putting those wheels in motion. Now, if you are someone who is interested in a mastermind in 2024, I currently do have a wait list open for mine. We're not open yet. Yet I think we're going to open that up in November. So if you're interested in learning more about my mastermind, you can just go to juliesolomon.net/visibility. You can put your name on the waitlist, and then once we open applications, you'll get all the information for that. But it's really about kind of focusing in on those things. The other thing that I do to get the most out of the rest of the year is what I call kind of like data mining, and it's not necessarily like looking at my stats. And I mean it, it is part of that, but that's not the only thing that it includes. I also go back to my copy, my messaging, my marketing, what really hit, what didn't hit, what moved the needle, what could be changed? What have I learned since the beginning of the year that I could implement now to really make the next 90 days a success? You know, maybe I started with a form of content or messaging at the beginning of the year that has evolved, and maybe there were certain things that I was doing at the beginning of the year that wasn't hitting, and if I'm still using some of those things, but I have new information now, how can I really push that out of the way and bring in what is really working? for me. So the other thing that I will do is I will look at all of my, you know, landing pages, my website copy, my sales page copy, really kind of, again, doing everything that I need to do to get the most out of the rest of the year, but also set me up for 2024. And I think that that is really the goal with everything that I'm sharing with you today. It's about that bigger picture. It's not just about like, what's the quick fix, like win that I can get for the next 90 days? And and that's all I'm focusing on. It's like, how am I actually using the next 90 days to make sure? that January is a massive success, that I feel confident, that I feel ready, that I feel prepared to really step into this new year with the clarity and the results that I say that I want. And so I really use the last 90 days of the year to kind of do some of that non-sexy, behind the scenes, deeper work that really does set the tone and the foundation for everything else so i will go back and i will also look at my reels for the year and i'll just use the reels as an example and i'll go through the list and i'll say okay what were my top performing reels what were my lowest performing reels and i'll start to do a little bit of a self-audit i'll go through the top performing reels maybe i'll pick the top five and i'll say okay so like what makes me think like as someone just viewing this reel now like why did this reel do well what does it say What are the captions? What are the visuals? What's the song that maybe was used? What am I saying in the caption? What is the call to action? And then I'll do the same thing with the lowest performing reels. You know, like, what did I say? What did I not say? What visuals were used? What song was used? Was a song used? What was the caption? What day was it, you know, did did I put it out? You know, maybe that has something to do with it, but I'll kind of use this as like a baseline to really figure out, okay, so for the next 90 days, based on this data, based on this information, what are pieces of content that I could create to really set the tone and to kick me off on a high for 2024. And I love doing that. I love doing self audits of my own content because I feel like I get the most information from that than I ever would, obviously, guesstimating or even just being like, okay, well, I'll just create more and more and more and more and see what sticks and see what sticks. But if you're not really going back and analyzing what is sticking and what is not sticking, how is it going to serve you? So that is another big thing that you can do to get the most out of the rest of the year. The other thing that I really do and I look at is I go back to what my daily non-negotiables are, what my current routine may look like. Is there a routine in place? And I'll look back to the year to say, okay, what has really set the tone for me in a different way? So for example, this year, something that has been new in my life, um, at least new since the last probably three to four years, is my journey through health and really kind of getting more tapped in and in tune with my body than I have been in the last previous years. So to backtrack a little bit, I had my daughter, Lily Jo, July of 2020. My family and I also moved from Los Angeles to Nashville, June of 2019. So I had a big move across the country. Then I got pregnant the end of 2019. Then I had her in the summer of 2020. And then of course, COVID hit in 2020. Um, The other thing that happened in the midst of all of that was I got my book deal and I had to write my manuscript and then I had to market the book and get the book out there. And so the last few years has just been a lot on me personally. I've had to really show up for my family in a different way. I had to, it was just a different season of life with, with my work and with, the factors of all of those things. And so, the last 3 years, I would say that when it comes to working out, moving my body, trying to be healthy, that kind of took a little bit of a back burner. And something that I really have learned is just to go easy on myself and really honor the seasons that I'm in because it's not going to support me at all if I just sit here and tell myself that I'm a fat gross slob every day if I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> like if I'm just in a season of my life where I have a small baby at home, I've got a book that I'm writing, I just moved across the country, I'm trying to get set into this new house. I'm just going to learn how to go easier on myself. Now, with that said, I know that I can't get complacent. I know that that can't be the quote unquote excuse for the next 10 years. Like I'll give myself a little bit of a break for a little while, but I knew at the beginning of this year, Lily Joe was getting older. Our son's in school full time. She's starting to go to a school. We've gotten settled in her house. I've launched the book. That huge, amazing thing is kind of now off my day-to-day plate. So now I have more space. And how am I really using this to show up as my best self? How am I really using this for self-care? And so I decided at the end of last year and really the beginning of, the, of this year to start on a new health journey. I started working with a dietitian. I started to really go deep with my hormones because I had a lot of hormone imbalances after having her, which caused a slew of just, you know, fatigue issues, a lot of different things. And so I started to just little by little go through this journey. And then in the spring, I started to work out again. And I am telling you that that changing my relationship with my body and really making going to Pilates three days a week a non-negotiable for me in this season has been huge for me and really honoring that it's helped with my anxiety. It's helped with my brain fog, my clarity. It's helped balance my hormones. It's created a routine that I really, that really holds me accountable that I really want to show up for. And I am someone who like, I've never loved to work out. I know I've said that on this podcast before. I hate working out. I'm not one of those people that's like, I love to run marathons. I love to weight train. I hate going to the gym. Like the thought of going to a gym grosses me out. I hate running. I was never a sporty person when I was younger in high school. Like i just, it's not been my thing. My thing is like, I'll sit here and like eat Oreos while you guys do that. Have fun. And so it really has to be intentional for me. Like this is not something that comes natural to me. So I have had to make it a habit in order for it to feel more natural. And that has been a game changer for me. And so I know that in order for me to get the most out of the rest of the year, I have to stick to this habit of really allowing myself to have 45 minutes, three days a week where I am moving my body, where I am breathing through my body, where I am getting in tune with my body, where I am toning my body, where I am really lifting up the way that I feel, my energy levels, my brain power, all of those things. And so I'm really grateful about the intention that I put at the beginning of the year and then being able to stick with it. Since I am all about habits and routines and goals for the new year, let's talk about healthy eating. Now, obviously this is a hot topic for so many of us right now, because I know that so many people are looking to revamp their eating habits in the new year. But I think so often we fall short because of a few things. One, it can be really time-consuming to cook fresh meals every day, especially as a parent. Two, it can be time-consuming and difficult to prepare and go to the grocery store and just have all the ingredients that we need for the week. And so if you're anything like me, what tends to happen is that we fall back on old habits of just ordering out all of our meals or snacking around meals or just grabbing whatever we find in the pantry and not really giving our bodies the nourishment that we need. But a really simple solution that I have found for the new year is HelloFresh. Whether you want to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Imagine having farm-fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes delivered to your doorstep, no grocery store chaos. Also, what I love about HelloFresh is that everything comes pre-portioned right to your doorstep, which is a huge perk for me because of the time savings, and there's less hassle and less wasted food. Another perk with me, because with two small kids in the house, it is so easy for us to waste food. Food, and that drives me crazy. And even if there are nights where you barely have any time to cook, what you can do is check out their lineup of 15 minute recipes, which are amazing. These are great for those nights when you're just trying to catch up on all the duties and you just need a healthy but quick option. I made a really good chicken dish the other night, and they also have some good vegan options. My husband is also gluten free. So they have something for everybody, regardless of what your dietary preferences may be. And this is huge for. For so many of us, as I know. Now, here is the big news HelloFresh understands the breakfast game and how important getting protein first thing in the morning is. So, HelloFresh is giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. Yes, you heard it right. A free breakfast item with every single delivery. I mean, who wouldn't want to wake up to that? We all know the importance of breakfast and getting that protein fix in the morning. And the fact that I just don't have to think about it just made HelloFresh a no brainer for me this year. So that means you will enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. So go to hellofresh.com influencer free and use code influencer free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash influencer free with the code influencer free. Check it out and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So to me that is also about like making sure that I get the most out of the year is thinking about those non-negotiables, those routines that I have, those those habits even if they're new, like how do I keep those habits going? So this doesn't become just a fad or just a season, but it's actually a habitual process to me stepping into the best version of myself, to the best leader that I can be, to the best entrepreneur that I can be, to the best mom, wife, all of those things. And so that has been huge. And so there you have it my friends. I hope that this episode was insightful and I hope it is applicable for you it's really not that hard to take about 45 minutes out of your day to just make that list see what's working well see what feels restrictive or clunky and figure out why and then from there, you can start asking yourself, like, where do I really want to focus my time and, and my attention over the next 90 days to make sure I'm getting the most out of the rest of the year when that includes mind, body, spirit, business, life, all of the things. So if you end up doing this exercise, just screenshot today's episode and tag me and let me know that you're doing it. I would love to hear what process comes out to you, whether that's you going through your reels, that tip that I gave you, whether it's making this list, whether it's creating a new habit for self-care for yourself so you can really step up and step into all of the things that you're saying that you want. And most importantly, to really make sure that we're setting the tone and setting ourselves up for the kind of success that we wanna see in 2024. All right, my friends, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. I cannot wait for you to hear all of the new episodes that we have dropping between now and the end of the year. We've got some great guests coming on and just some really valuable content to continue to support you. With that, I will see you next week. Same time, same place. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. And every week here on the Influencer Podcast, if you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.